0: Welcome to Gov Innovator. I'm Andy Feldman. Oliver Wise is with us today. He's the Director of the Office of Performance and Accountability for the City of New Orleans. He'll give us an overview of the analytics unit within his office called Nolalytics that's helping to solve problems and improve services for the city. Here's a clip.
1: The question I get the most is, is there a particular technology that you would recommend or a particular vendor to go to to help you on this? And I would say that's the wrong question. I think start with problems, start talking to your departments or in your stat programs or in your department head meetings, understand people's problems, Uh, then come up with ideas where analytics can be brought to bear, solve those problems, and get to work.
0: The City of New Orleans, under Mayor Mitch Landrieu, has gained a reputation as one of the most innovative and data-driven city governments. An important element in those efforts is the Office of Performance and Accountability, launched in 2011. The mission of the office is to use data to set goals, track performance, and drive results across city government. Oliver Wise is the founding director of the office. He works with a staff of six, as well as a variety of partner organizations. I'm glad to have him with us today. Oliver, welcome.
1: Thank you, Andy. Thanks for having me on.
0: I want to ask you about how the NOLAlytics unit came about and the process it uses, but start us off with an example of a project undertaken by it.
1: Sure. So um, one of the examples of our NOLAlytics projects is on uh, smoke alarms. This was precipitated by really a terrible event uh, in which three children um, and their mom and grandmother died in a house fire and Broadmoor, which is a neighborhood here in New Orleans. And the event was tragic on many levels, but particularly tragic because it was so preventable because there wasn't a smoke alarm in that house. And the fire department has thousands of smoke alarms that sit in fire stations. Uh, We get them free of charge from the state and the Red Cross. And our fire chief, Tim O'Connell wanted to be much more proactive on fire prevention and actually start going door-to-door installing smoke alarms. And so we had a conversation. I asked how we could help. And he said, you know, it's going to be hard to go to all of these buildings and we have limited fire time. Can you tell us where to go first? And I said, sure. So we created a map that combines two analytic insights. One predicts which census block groups are likely to have the most homes that do not have a smoke alarm. And the other piece identifies where we're most at risk of having fire fatalities. And we put those two models together. Now the fire department is going door to door, starting in those neighborhoods first. And one of those neighborhoods that they went out to, Central City, which is a poor historic neighborhood in New Orleans, they installed a smoke alarm there last March. In November, uh, there was a fire there and 11 people were able to escape that house including an infant and their lives were saved because of this smoke alarm that was installed there earlier in the year
0: a dramatic example no doubt Uh, oliver tell us some of the background about why the analytics unit was formed since i know your office launched a number of performance management initiatives to track the performance around priority topics there's blight stat customer service stat quality of life stat and a few others what was the motivation for launching a new initiative focused specifically on analytics.
1: Sure, you know, when we started our performance management programs, we saw in the first 18 or 24 months really remarkable returns on investment. And a lot of those returns were simply by measuring performance and injecting a little accountability in the process where previously there had been none. But, you know, in order to make that transition for performance measurement to performance management, measuring is only going to get you so far. Um, And you have to be a little bit more creative on how you use those insights um, in performance measurement to really yield operational improvements. And so as we headed into year three or four or so, um, you know, to be honest with you, I think our, our return on investment curve was beginning to flatten out a little bit. And I became acquainted with the work that Mike Flowers was doing in New York City. He was Mayor Bloomberg's chief analytics officer and he was the architect of the mayor's office of data analytics. And he really took an entirely different approach to data. Whereas we were using data as a means to assess progress towards goals. And in that respect, you know, um, put some tension on departments. He was using data Purely in a support role to departments, you know, he, he positioned himself as an intelligence agency to give those departments the um, the knowledge, the insights, the edge they needed in order to do the most impactful work.
0: So for cities already doing performance stat initiatives, in other words, already doing performance management well, what would you say to them? This is the analytics work is a supplement to that. It builds on it. It's not a separate path.
1: Yeah, I think you're in just a fantastic position to launch an analytics initiative you're there you have all the data um, you have access to your departments and you can understand their obstacles and challenges and there's tons of use cases that come up through those stat programs that's where we get most of our project ideas
0: that's useful to know Oliver tell us about how the work of the analytics unit is done
1: yeah i I think it's helpful to think of our analytics initiative as a process and not a platform. In other cities, I think people think of analytics and they think a room with 20 giant screens and seeing data in real time. Um, we take a different approach. It's about having a really concrete use case, you know, some problem that a department is wrestling with, and then we work with that department to figure out if there's an appropriate analytics intervention we can deliver. We then, you know, spend a lot of time really understanding that problem. We do ride-alongs. We sit with staff. We do a lot of studying the problem from the user's point of view. Then we get the data, do the analysis, uh, prepare prototypes, iterate that with the with the client department, and then if everything works, we we implement it and then move on to the next project.
0: And in doing those projects, partnerships. Am I right? with other organizations have been really important to that work. It's one reason why the city has been able to take on so many analytics projects with only a staff of seven in your office.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We've been lucky to be the beneficiaries of fantastic help from uh, pro bono corporate partners, from um, academics, and from nonprofit organizations. And instead of just thinking of the, these opportunities as one-offs of, of help that's not going to be there all the time, we really think of it um, as part of our capacity. And so my staff spends most of its time acting as use case truffle pigs, collecting project ideas uh, that we assess those projects for their appropriateness for, you know, if the the politics are right, or if there's data to be brought to bear, um, if it's really going to be an actionable insight. And then we bring in partners to help us to do the analysis, to develop the interventions. And you know because of those partnerships, we're able to take on much more work. And we really stretch the dollars, the public dollars that are invested in us.
0: Give us some examples, if you would, about your 2016 projects, the ongoing ones, and which partners are involved.
1: Yeah, sure. So with um, LSU, Louisiana State University, they have an analytics department there. um, And we're working with them to identify the optimal posting locations of ambulances so that they can be closest to the next likely 911 call so that we can improve response times. On the nonprofit side, courtesy of uh, support from Bloomberg Philanthropy's What Works Cities program, we're working with the phenomenally talented Behavioral Insights team um, out of New York City on a variety of different A-B tests.
0: This is the British Behavioral Insights team, but they now have an office in New York.
1: Yes, that's right. And so we did an experiment with text messages to um, patients in a subsidized insurance program to get them to register for doctor's appointments. We got another uh, experiment underway to see which emails are best at getting police applicants to actually go attend their civil service tests so that we can get more police officers on the streets. We're finding that only about 20% of applicants actually show up to the test now, so we're trying to lift that up.
0: A final question for you. Tell us your advice for other cities that want to do more with analytics.
1: You know, I think the question I get the most is, is there a particular technology that you would recommend or a particular vendor to go to to help you on this? And I would say that's the wrong question. I think start with problems. Start talking to your departments or in your stat programs or in your department head meetings. Understand people's problems. Uh, then come up with ideas where analytics can be brought to bear, solve those problems, and get to work. And be scrappy with your data. Be scrappy with the tools you can use. Um, you know, don't let the, en- the perfect be the enemy of the good. And 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 show results.
0: That's good advice. A final thought, just about the leadership element. I assume having a mayor that really believes in data and analytics and is willing to back you all up is pretty critical too.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Mayor Landrew believes religiously in this work and in envisioning the city as a laboratory for innovation. And he encourages us to push the envelope on how data could be used and brought to bear to solve problems for real people.
0: Well, it really is impressive to see all that you and your team are doing, Oliver. Thanks so much for being with us.
1: Thank you, Andy. This was great.